The object of Taxi Chronicles is to allow real riders with real stories, share their experience and enhance your life. So sit back and enjoy the journey. Morning, morning, morning. Yes, we're back with another episode, another rider. Today I'm honoured and I'm happy and I'm over the moon. To... I've got a pool player, professional pool player in the house. It took me a while to work out what, he's, what his profession was. Well, we got there eventually. Well, I think he helped me too. <laughs> well. But thank you, Forsen. Hello, Simon, and thank you for being my uh, driver today. It's okay. It's okay. So tell us, why Paul? How did you get into it? What motivates you? Well, you know, growing up in Germany, I was exposed to soccer. So that's what I was doing when I was little and was very interested in ball sports. And my dad took me to the pool room and I got hooked. Mm. And I was very lucky growing up in an environment in my little hometown of Fulda. It's about an hour northeast of Frankfurt in Germany that we have there a private club. And so I joined this club and I just fell in love with uh, in knocking balls around. And 30 years later, I'm still So, so you've been playing. in the business that long? Well, I started when I was 12 years old and just really crazy about it. Spent every three minutes playing pool and later on it became my, my job. How long did it take you before you would say you're a professional? Well, I officially turned pro about 10 years in, 11 years in. So do you play, I've seen, well obviously being English, I see where they play snooker. Yep. Do you, do they have the same thing for Paul, like a league on TV? Well, the reason I'm, I was here is actually we were playing the UK Open. It was the inaugural, the first time UK, UK Open here in London. Okay. Professional tournament. Was it inaugural? The first one, the first oh, ever. Okay. okay. Uh, it was held at the Copper Box Arena right. by Matchroom Sport. Okay. So there's lots of people, lots of people there? There's 256 players. Really? In it, yeah. It was really nice production. It was uh, a lot of fun. So a lot of people flew from overseas? All over the world. Uh, and do you, you probably know quite a few of them on the circuit? Most of them. Yeah, it's usually the you know, same people, it's a sm small family. But we had a lot of British players uh, register early, so I think a third of the field were British, which shows us there's, there's a market here and especially what Matchroom is doing, the promoter, the organizer, they're doing a really good job with the presentation. It's it's a nice venue, it's good equipment. I'll show you a picture when we're done here and you'll see it. So, uh, okay. definitely coming back. So if you had 200 and you said 256 yes. players, how many in the audience? Was the audience? Yeah, right now they've filled up all the seats because the final is about to start in 30 minutes. Since it's the inaugural event, they're still, the first one, they're still building the tournament they must have a few hundred okay. spectators there are other events in pool organized by matchroom where they get three to four thousand spectators oh okay and so there's because i always see pool as an american game and you you can correct me about the history here so i don't know anything about this and i just picture it see it in the movies in some back alley and some guy getting his hand crushed for cheating or something <laughs> i think like yeah. that in the back 
<laughs> What's the history of Pope? Where does it derive uh, from? Do you know? I would say it's definitely over a hundred years old. It's probably played in France or maybe here in England on grass. And then they figured out, oh, when the weather is bad, we can't play, so they moved it indoors. That's why you see that the felt, the cloth oh, is green, like the resembling green grass. the grass. Yeah. Now we change the colors in pool. But yeah, America made it popular, and I'm sure there's still a gambling scene in pool. And but then there's also the the sports side, and you know if you would ever get to see one of the events you see there's it's very demanding on the players very professionally organized players dressed well and you know, mm. it's a highly competitive sport nowadays okay what do you wish what do you know now about playing in pool that you wish you knew when you started i think everything happened the way it's supposed to happen when it comes to just pool i think i wouldn't have changed a thing and I was so passionate about it and practicing or my lifestyle. Pool was my lifestyle. There are other things in life I would have made some different decisions. But when it solely comes to pool, I think I did everything right. Mm. Okay, that's good. Would, what would, what, for becoming a pool player what kind of regime do you have any exercise regime like with your fingers arms anything that you need to be doing stretching well obviously you need to just practice pool a lot and you know I have my training plan my practice regimen you have to put in hours to stay in shape because you lose it it's a very oh, it? precision sport it doesn't hurt if you're in good physical shape so I try to, you know, just exercise, do my cardio, and I like, like going to the gym. Mm. It just makes me feel solid and confident when mm. I play. Mm. So that's a, there's a psych, big psychological part to it. Yeah, you know, if you're out in the arena and there might be live cameras, you could be playing for your country, you could be playing for a teammate, then there's pressure, and you still got to control that you know, the stick and the balls. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot go that goes into it. You know, you doubt yourself, maybe you have a problem with the equipment, you know, mm. some tough situations, mm. and then you gotta be strong. You know, the will to win, high energy, depending on your opponent, it might be intimidating. Mm. Do you try uh, any techniques like where you try and psych your opponent out and things like that? No, I think I'm very fair play. Oh, is that seen uh, as bad sportsmanship? Just, just try to, with my presence at the table, you know, and with like power play, intimidate my opponent. What? If you show that, like with your body language, that you're in charge, that you own the table, that can have an effect on your opponent. Mm. But when it comes to like cheating or sharking, as we say in pool, no, I don't do that. Okay. Is, is it quite common? There's some players, of course. Mm. You know, but I suppose you, people will know who they are. Yep. Oh, so yeah, you, you get a reputation. You know, you're trying to win, mm. but to me that has limits. Sportsmanship always comes first. So they're bringing, they brought Paul to England now with, as you said, the Iguanation. And it's common in America, it must be common in Germany. What are the other common countries that you've been to? 
that's the beauty of pool that is really played worldwide. So it's all over. I've competed in, let's start in Asia, you know, played in China. We have tournaments, well, not after COVID, but before we had two, three tournaments in China every year, in Japan, in Indonesia, in Vietnam, in Korea, with the top players from Singapore, from Hong Kong, played all over Europe. Europe has the strongest league in the world. Oh, is it? What's with, that league called? Uh, it's called the Euro Tour. A Euro like Tour. six events every year. Next one will be in Austria next month. 60, 60 six tournaments or six there's always over 200 players it's highly competitive that's a strong tour and truly players from every country in Europe so when you're playing is it the best out of three or you just like if you lose a game you're out no it varies from tournament usually we start with a double elimination so you can afford to lose one to go like in this case we played it down to 16 players and then it switched to single elimination. If you lose, you're eliminated. Mm. Where, do you mind where, where did you come in this tournament? I finished 17th. Oh, that's, you're good then. You're really no, good. No. <laughs> that's really good. That is really, no, I'm impressed. So I'm good. impressed. I, had, I had a good run and I needed one more win to make it to the top 16 and, and I had two bad games and my opponents played really, really you know, strong good. against me. So... It's okay, it didn't make too many mistakes, so I can't be ashamed. So you said you play for hours each, every day, so like two hours minimum. Well, look, I've been doing this for 30 years, and when I was younger, that's all I wanted to do was play pool, but... So I need my break, that's why I'm now going to the Philippines with my girlfriend. I just chill out. For a vacation, but then actually I come back to London, because we have another event here next month. It's called the World Cup of Pool. Okay, so they're really bringing it in. Okay, that's good, that's good, that's good. So, if some there's a young person and they want to get into pool, what would be your advice to them? Well, it depends where, you, where you're from. First, hopefully there's a nice place for you, a good environment. I think that's the key. With good people, that will help you. And, you know, you just got to love the game practice there's tons of videos on YouTube and there's more and more live streaming happening on whether it's Facebook YouTube Instagram whatever and and see if you have have some love for the game do you that's interesting you spoke about using YouTube I know people post everything on YouTube now every different niche mankind can think of but do you feel that they could learn without having a mentor because you had your father actually I had I had a coach but uh, you know look when I started 30 years ago there was no there was the beginning of the internet but everything you want to learn you had to get from other people mm -hmm. but now you just go on your phone and you can pick up some tips at any time mm -hmm. that really is showing that we have more great players everywhere around the world because you just learn faster by just turning on your phone you still have to practice but you can get the info you can get the tips immediately mm -hmm. apart from the colors the ball the colors on the table the colors of the balls what's the difference between snooker and pool in the sense of equipment well snooker is played on a 12 foot table it's a huge table 
with that is long, isn't it? With smaller balls, they've got 15 reds and the different colors, and then you get points. One point for red, and different points for different colors, and then you try to get as many points so you so your opponent can't catch you anymore. So like 70 something points, and you win that frame, and then you play. Whoever wins nine frames, whatever, wins the game. In pool, we have a nine-foot table. And the most popular game is called nine ball, where we have the balls from one to nine. And we play in numerical order. So you have to shoot the lowest ball first, which is the one. And once that is gone, you shoot the two. And whoever makes the nine wins the game. Okay. So it's, much, it's a much faster game than snooker. It's easier to learn, but on a high level, it's uh, just as difficult to master. Okay, I'm with you. I'm with you. And you know, a snooker table takes a lot of space. It has a tradition here in in England and mm -hmm. all com Commonwealth countries. Mm -hmm. But in terms of popularity, popularity worldwide, yeah, pool is huge because there are pool tables everywhere. But I suppose Americans are very good at marketing things. That too. Yeah, so that in many respects, and the English are quite stingy. But, but it's Matchroom Sport, British company, company who does the best oh, is it? marketing for pool. Okay, that's good, that's good. You've managed to earn a living from this. Is it solely this you've been doing for all these years? Yep. You must be really good. I've, I, I had, I've had my good years. I'm, you know, I'm 42 years old now. I still have hopefully a decade to go but I've done okay, okay. and you've never once thought about giving it up you've never thought I'm not gonna there's younger kids on the block who are better or coming up there was a time when I was 23 years old I was in the German army for five years okay but playing pool for the German army yeah. I love the military. I was in the military as well. So I loved it because I know you could get boxers, you could get the all these people who joined and they just get thrown in the boxing division or well, look, when, the band. Back then there was still it was you, you still had to do your service. Mm -hmm. Now it, it has changed, but but when do you do service? When you're eighteen, nineteen years old. That's when you peak in your sport usually. Mm -hmm. So they've created this they call it sports support unit or sports core, uh, where they take talented athletes and they you know, let them do their sport while they're in the army. And if you look at the statistics, most medals won at the Olympic Games, World Championships, were won by athletes from the sports corps. So it's a really important thing that they have for sport in Germany. Yeah. And well, anyway, when, when, when my time came to an end, I almost started a different career. But that year I won the world championship so I that gave me enough resources and a boost to actually become a pro okay that's good that's good well so you say the future I usually ask so what does the future hold for you but you've kind of said it that you're going to be doing this for another 10 years but I live in New York City and there's a very famous pool room uh, there's no other place in the world and that's where I'm the official house pro. So oh, I teach, it? I teach, and uh, I've had over 100 students last year. Oh. So that's kind of, 
I am I'm a competing okay. professional, as you can see, yes. and I have lots of tournaments. So you're a guru in the business. But it, well, you know, it's now it's my my time to share oh. my knowledge and my passion. Oh, okay, well that's good. It's like you're giving back. You're passing the baton on, and mm -hmm. so people can develop and move on. So I take it you've got a social media handle then. I do. What's it called so people can find you if they want to? Oh, thank you. It's uh, my name, Thorsten Holman. That's uh, T H O R S T N H O H M A N N. Thorsten, like the god of thunder, Thor. Thorsten Holman. Okay. But if you just you know look at my first name and pool, and you'll you'll find me. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks a lot for that. We wish you well, and I feel honoured to have a grandmaster. Oh, thank you, grandmaster. My pleasure. Even I'm though a... I don't know anything about Paul, just from what you've talked about, I, I'll put you in that category. Pleasantly surprised. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Thanks a lot. Okay. We hope that episode enhanced your life. We post an interview every day, as well as vlogging on our social media channel. Don't forget to subscribe to get our latest episode.